Hey podcast, uh, the Gary V Challenge. Hashtag Gary V Challenge. That's right, I put out the huge deck. How many pages was that, 270? The, the, the deck I put out on my birthday uh, is out there now and now I'm scared. Why am I scared? Because people love consuming information but they hate doing the things in the information. So we're doing the Gary V Challenge. Hashtag Gary V Challenge. What does that mean? I am now challenging you, my audience, to make content at scale. Use the hashtag Gary V Challenge in Facebook, in Instagram, in Twitter, in LinkedIn so that we can find your stuff and I'm gonna pick some winners in January of the people that have gone out and actually made, making, contextually making, making at scale. Please go do that, go check it out. Looking forward to it, please enter. Doing always is better than reading. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What's up everyone and welcome back. Today's episode is from a keynote that Gary gave on a topic that he's super passionate about. He wants everyone to stop listening to the cheers and being crippled by the booze and just start living life on your own terms. I hope everybody's having a happy holidays and I hope you enjoy. All they want is the traditional, get married, get a house, get kids. Whereas in my mind, I just, I just want to figure it out and I've happily just quit my 10th job. I'm gonna keep going after it until I figure it out. But Man, you know what Slavic parents are like, man. How do, you, how do you balance both but go after it all at the same time? By recognizing how sweet it is when you succeed on your own terms, how proud they'll be about you. Too many, too many kids struggle with conflict with parents in the short term without realizing that parents always fall into line after you're successful. And by also having the humility that if you're wrong, to admit that you're wrong 20 years from now and adjust. You know I, what I mean? Like, yeah, I listen, mean. everybody at some level, whether they have good parents or bad parents, want to make their parents proud. It's an inherent thing of coming out of somebody's body, yeah. right? It's, <laughs> it is. When I say don't listen to anybody and go quiet, I mean everybody, especially parents, spouses, siblings, especially. But here's the key. When you just said, Gary Vee, I think you're the Man, where people get caught is they get too high on compliments and too low on insults. Nothing makes me happier than when I read my comments where one post is, Gary V, you're just hot air, you, right? And the next one's like, Gary, you're Jesus, you walk on water. And I look at those two and I'm like, this is why I'm gonna win. I can't hear either of them. Where so many of you are up is you hear the cheering but you're crippled by the booing. You're addicted to the cheering, but you don't want to hear the booing. I respect both equally, which means I can't hear either. Either you're gonna be right, or they're gonna be right. I feel the way you delivered your sentence that you're gonna be right. I think you need to limit how much you listen to them. How do we get done? How can we make the rubber hit the rope and also stick to it? by liking it. Like, if you think it's a chore, you're <laughs> You like that one? <laughs> it's true though. Like, like, if you're doing content hardcore because I told you so, but you hate it, you're finished. Which is why I keep talking about self-awareness. This is why I'm so scared that I'm the Pied Piper for making content because I have a unique personality. I want to remind people that there are plenty of people bigger than me, more successful than me, that are very introverted and just write 
incredibly well and don't make a single charismatic video in their lives. You have, to, you have to make content that works for you. Does that make sense? That's why when I created, in that interview with that kid, the document, Don't Create, it unlocked for so many people because they were crippled by being creative because they're not creative. But documenting was easy. It's why I like podcasts because you can have a guest on and you just have to ask questions and their content is being made. So ultimately, you just need to choose the sandwich you want to eat consistently. No, you have to find a sandwich that doesn't taste like Fair point, fair point. Thanks, Gary. Some entrepreneurs like yourself, you guys seem to generate more energy the more you work and the older you get. How yeah, do you do it? How do you get that energy? I collapse when I walk in. Like when I walk in at 11 or 12 p.m., I'm asleep within eight seconds. How are you bringing all that energy all day? Where's it coming I from? I really like what I'm doing. You know how much energy I had in school? I think the more you like it, and listen, there's also like, you know, that's like me asking you how you have a great head of hair. Like at some level, some people just have DNA. Like I've always had a load of energy. That's just what I was given, right? So I also think for me, specifically, the combination of natural energy that was handed to me with whatever chemical infrastructure I have, plus genuinely liking what I do, that's how. So you say the passion and the love is where you get the energy from? Bro, every single person that chases cash over loving the process ends up far less happy than people think. All of them. You know, I'm one of those talkers that say like, I wanna make a business and all that stuff. And um, I've been doing a little soul searching and like, you know how every business you wanna help people. And I, I do find like a lot of fulfillment when I like, you know, help people and like go out and do stuff for people. But at the same time, I'm kinda like perplexed right now because I'd much rather spend like an afternoon playing basketball than going to volunteer somewhere. So That's fine. I'm just wondering, am I like a hypocrite right now? Or, uh, yeah, I'm just no, you just like of... basketball. <laughs> so, so then in terms of like passion, then like... You should start what? a basketball business. <laughs> I'm being serious. Okay. <laughs> uh, why, why do you want to have a business? Well, as a means to an end, basically. But you could work somewhere to, as a means to an end. <sighs> yeah. You know, that, that's the thing that I'm trying to really have conversations around. This new notion that everybody needs to have a business is laughable. Nine out of 10, you know, small businesses fail. Nine out of 10 people never even try to do a small business. It's hard. It's a talent. Everybody thinks like now because of the way the internet works and entrepreneurship is cool that like I'm gonna have a business. That's like everybody saying I'm gonna play professional basketball. That's nice. But you know, my intuition is you don't have to have a business. Right, but also in terms of like if you say your passion is helping people, but you'd much rather do something you else. You can't help people 24-7 every day. Yeah, right. It's, it's likely that playing basketball helps you help people. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. How do All we right. go about finding out what we want to do? You know, my big thing is at this young of an age, I think people should taste I think of starting a business the way I think about finding out what your favorite food is. 
I think you should just go do things that intuitively feel potentially right. You know, you don't know exactly, but you know there's things you're interested in, and I would lean into those interests. Okay. You know, whether that's skateboarding or cooking or on, you know, like education online or sneaker flip, like you have interests and leaning into those I think work. Right, so my interests are basically just, I like creative things and helping people. Good. So it's very broad. You're gonna have to go narrow. You're gonna have to go more narrow. Like, you know, those are feelings you have, Mm -hmm. but you have interests underneath that. You, You know, painting is creative. Being an entrepreneur and coming up with business ideas is creative. Like, there's a lot of different versions. You're gonna have to go to your point lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I also like helping people and being creative, but I manifested that into a wine business, into a client service business, into you know, into content. You're gonna have to go lower. Mm-hmm. I also have a ton of ideas, Good. but I don't know if I should do all of them at once or should I just focus on one idea? What sounds more fun? All of them? Do that. Okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. You're welcome. I really think that a lot of people are like me and want to do all of them. And people that tell you to focus on one are people that are successful at focusing at one. You know, and I'm successful at focusing at a lot. I just think you should see your intuition through and if you learn that you, I'm good at it. A lot of people suck at it. The best way to know what to do is to pick one, do it. Obviously, if you pick focusing on one, you'll never know if you're good at focusing on five. If you pick focusing on five and you up, you know to go focus at one. It's how I think about employees. Hiring is guessing. Firing is knowing. So I spend very little time hiring. The answer is pretty much yes. And that's where I think I flip a lot of things in the way that people do things. That's worked for me and I see it working for others. Hey. G'day Gary, how are you? Real good bro. Uh, my name's Liam. It's Liam. funny you mentioned education before because my initiative supports young teachers. Okay, great. And hopefully making them not like the teachers that you might, might I have understand. had. Um, we're getting to a stage now where we're dealing with bigger, more established organizations. Okay. Some are linked to the government. Makes sense. Um, when I've been dealing with them, the opinion has been very anti-technology, very anti-social media. Of course. When I talked to them, they were you know static web pages with no interactivity, no Instagram, no Facebook. I know but we have store. to work with them to get bigger. Okay. And they're almost seeing my opinions as like a threat or something along those lines. That's exactly what they think. How would you, what would be your advice to help deal with an industry that's inherently negative about social media promotion? Not be at the mercy of it like you are now. You've built a model that relies on them, right? Yeah. I recommend not to. Otherwise, you have to play by their rules, which means you will get frustrated and quit eventually anyway. So I would reframe the model to have leverage outside of them, not play within them. Now that's a brain twist for you because you're like, that means I have to start all over. That's what I'm actually telling you to do if you're frustrated by it or eat the sandwich for the rest of your life because you chose to play within their old school framework. 
Well, conversations are kind of just beginning, so I'll go tell them that. <laughs> I mean, you know where those conversations are going to end. Yeah, yeah. You are, what, innovation is inherently against education. It, education is built on the foundation of memorizing information in a world where information is at your fingertips. That's a problem. We don't give a when it up retailers and we have new internet retailers, but we're awfully romantic about education. Education's framework is broke. The internet. That's not something I or you have anything to do with. But if you choose to play within it, you choose to play within it. It's like kids that always hit me up. They're like, Gary, my parents are forcing me to go to school. Like, I don't want to do this. I want to start a business. I'm like, leave. All these kids talking but they want mommy's money. Don't take mommy's money and start a business. Eat for a decade and do your thing. But no, everybody wants both. You're not gonna be able to have both, bro. They're not gonna move. They'll appease you and run you around until you quit. So, what? You can't fight them. They have all the leverage. What, are you gonna fight them with that awesome coat you're wearing? (laughs) You can't fight something that has all the leverage. You're asking, got it? Yeah. Whoever asks, loses. What do you like? Um, the bloke from the start, um, buying and selling on Amazon. I wouldn't mind getting into that. That's good. Yep. Do that. Okay, sweet. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean though, bro? Like, what, 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 I'm, what I'm outrageously passionate about is you're part of a generation. Like yesterday, some kid in Sydney's like, bro, how do I get out of the rat race? He's 16. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, you're not in the rat race. You know, like something outside of the box, that's theory, right? That's like jargon. Like to me, it's like, go basic. Like if you enjoy, look, you're talking to somebody. This last week I was in Chicago with my son and my best friend and some of the guys on my team and we were at this baseball card convention. It was the first time I did being a baseball card dealer in 25 years. I went to another dealer and bought a Wayne Gretzky rookie card for 200 bucks. I brought it to my table and priced it at 260 and it sold. The high that I got on that $60 flip is five trillion times much bigger of a high than the six figures I'll make to give this speech over this last hour. They're not even in the same universe. I love that, right? That's what you need to figure out. Like if you're lucky enough to actually like buying stuff and flipping it on Amazon, that is a business that can get you to millions of dollars because it's so real. Go into that instead of posturing with something outside the box. Go in the box and execute. Thanks guys for listening. Please, please, please share the podcast and make sure you've subscribed because a bunch of you aren't subscribed and more importantly, a bunch of you listen every day and haven't told your friends it's the best podcast in the world. I'm watching. (laughs) Have a great day.